You ever heard of a paraclete? Welcome back to Good Hope Weekly. This is week five of our study through 1 John. I hope that you're enjoying it as much as I am. Last week, we slowed down and took a deeper look at 1 John chapter 1, verse 9. If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. hope that you've got that memorized. I hope that you enjoyed looking deeper into it. As I looked closer at verse 9, I really stopped to think about what confession is all about. You know, admitting to God that I've sinned isn't telling him anything that he doesn't already know. And so sometimes it might feel like it's a waste of time. Why do I need to tell God all the things that I've done wrong? He already knows. And so do I. So can't we just move on? But the reality is confession causes us to stop and take stock in the fact that we are coming up short and that we desperately need our Savior. And it reminds us of the gospel and it gets us back on track and back in fellowship with God. As I looked into some of the uh, cross-references, Psalm 32.5 used the term acknowledge my sin instead of the word confess. And you know, that made me think about it differently. Acknowledging my sin means that I'm coming to terms with the reality that I've done something wrong. Not just stating it and just casually mentioning it to God, but actually taking stock and recognizing that what I've done is wrong. And I think that it's important for us not to justify our sin, not to dismiss our sin, but to actually take time and acknowledge the fact that we are sinners. It helps us to remember how important the gospel is, and that will help us be motivated to do the things that God wants us to do. I also looked at the word cleanse and how God has cleansed us, according to Titus 2.14, to be his people so that we can accomplish the work that he wants us to accomplish. So what a great verse for us to remember that God wants to forgive us our sins. He invites us to come and confess our sins to him so that he can cleanse us so that we can be in active fellowship with him to accomplish his good work. All right, so today we're going to look at the first few verses of chapter 2. So read along with me if you will. In 1 John chapter 2, beginning in verse 1, it says, My little children, I'm writing these things to you so that you may not sin. And if anyone sins, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. And he himself is the propitiation of our sins, and not for ours only, but also for those of the whole world. By this we know that we have come to know him, if we keep his commandments. The one who says, I have come to know him, and does not keep his commandments, is a liar, and the truth is not in him. But whoever keeps his word, in him the love of God has truly been perfected. By this we know that we are in him. The one who says he abides in him ought himself to walk in the same manner as he walked. All right, I want you to take some time to look at these six verses and see if there's any of those words from your original list whenever we went through the entire letter together and see if any of those words pop up and see if there's something that God is saying about that particular theme uh, in these six verses. Besides that, I also want you to look at the word um, advocate. Uh, It's a pretty rarely used word. In fact, it's only used five times in the New Testament, and all five of those were used by the same author, John. And so it's an interesting term to look at, and I encourage you to look at where else it gets used and what all it might be saying about what an advocate is in this particular case. 
The last thing I would invite you to share in the comments is what is it that helps you study the Word of God? And I'm not looking necessarily for particular resources, although you can by all means share those. What I'm asking about is, is there a particular location or a particular time or a particular ambiance that you're trying to go for that helps you to study the Word of God? I know for me, anytime that I'm trying to study, having a good cup of coffee is usually handy and productive. Um, also, if I can get somewhere quiet where there aren't many distractions, and if I can kind of clear a space in front of me where I can really uh, lay things out and work and then have access to uh, like the internet so that I can look up words or look up other particular scripture verses as I'm studying. Those kinds of things really help me to get focused on the word of God. The other thing that really helps me is to actually write things down. And I've tried several different ways of, of studying and, and note taking. I'm all about digital things, but there's something about the pen on the paper that really works for me. So share with us what works for you because your tips might be exactly what we need to hear. Okay, so the assignment this week is to look at those first six verses of chapter two and then see if there's any of the major themes that stand out to you there and if there's any development in those. Secondly, look at the word advocate in verse one and do a word study on an advocate and see if there's anything that jumps out to you about it. Lastly, share with us what helps you study the Word of God better. Maybe it's your tip that someone needs to hear. Thanks for watching. Hope to see you in the comments. I hope that you're enjoying. I hope that you're, and I hope that you're enjoying. Hope that you've got that memorized. I hope that you enjoyed, and I hope that something. I hope a lot of things. Apparently. <laughs>